Hey, question for you. Ready to make an impact and a living in the new year? From now until the end of the year, when you enroll in Lumia, you'll get $500 off the cost of tuition plus 12 hours of additional business classes and training. Head to lumiacoaching.com to book your call or enroll now. Make 2023 the year you become a coach. Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Okay, this is a super important lesson. Residue from the old, and by old, I mean previous relationships, slash examining the black box. So I tell my clients to love without your past. And what I mean by that is to not allow what happened and the beliefs, definitions, labels, and things that were created from what happened, right? So um, not only in thoughts but also in being, and I'll explain that, into your new relationship or the relationship that you're in now or the relationship that you're going to get into. Uh, because if you do, then you are going into it loaded. Um, it's not fair to the relationship. And you're not setting yourself up for new experiences. You're setting yourself for up for experiences uh, that <laughs> that didn't work, right? You are positioning yourself to um, have another love experience that um, may have been toxic or unhealthy, um, you're not giving the relationship a clean slate and fresh soil, um, a foundation to, to build something on, right? So what does this all mean? Okay, so one of the things that we do, and I say we because I also struggle with this, right? I'm human, um, is, is first of all is we compare. So comparing who you're with today or the comparing the relationship to other relationships in the past, right? And I get it. There's no way we can't do this because, you know, we, we're going to compare. We compare everything. We compare the meals we had. We compare the cars we've driven. We compare the clothes we buy, you know, our friends. I get all that. But uh, the work is in being aware of when you're doing it and to make an effort to not compare. And so you know the consequences, right? I know the consequences because I've done this. Uh, when you start comparing, you're bringing what I call residue from the old, and that is like a virus going to affect your relationship today. So I want to point something out. Um, what, who you were when you had your previous love experiences is not who you are today. And so let me give you an example. Even if it was like a year ago. So... Um, the classic example is when when we were in high school, right? Everything was life or death, right? And when when we were in love, quote unquote, or that magical summer you met someone, or think about the first time you had sex, or that you know um, that you fell hard. I mean, it, you could just be affected. Your day could be affected by someone's glance, right? And that kind of crazy, powerful love. Um, you can't compare that to the love today because you were impressionable. Um, those experiences were brand new for you, so 
they created the, the, the greatest imprints, right? And so that is what we are playing back. And comparing that to um, the relationship we're in today is not fair. You know, um, hopefully you're in, more, in a more mature adult relationship, more sustainable relationship. Do you ever um, or have you ever gone back to, say, uh, high school or your old neighborhood or, you know, a, a place that you haven't been, you know, in, I don't know, 20 years, right? And you go back and you realize, holy shit, everything is so tiny. <laughs> you know, you walk down your old high school hallways and you're like, wow, this is where all of these stories happen. And it just doesn't, it feels, everything feels miniature, right? And it's because that when you were at that time um, seeing the world through a child's eyes or a teenager's eyes, um, you absorbed it, absorbed it differently, right? And so the memory you have of that is very powerful, um, and, it, and when you go back, you realize, oh, it, <laughs> you have grown, right? And so my point is that the memory of your love experiences isn't accurate. Um, it's accurate to when it happened, when you were either a teenager or in college or even two years ago. And even two years ago, um, you were a different person. Now, yeah, you weren't you know, as different as when you were 18, but hopefully in two years you have grown, you have evolved, uh, you have had shifts and revelations, right? Um, you're at a different place. Maybe your taste has changed. Um, you're, you're just different, even if it's slight, right? And so when you're comparing what happened, whether it was two years ago or 20 years ago, to um, what's happening now today, it's just not a fair comparison. And so what people do is they go after the feeling, because when we were um, younger and, and our <laughs> fresh love imprints, uh, uh, imprints made some really big dents into our hearts and our, our brain, um, the feeling of that we, we remember, right? I mean, we remember it like it was yesterday. And we chase after that feeling. And if we don't get it from who we're with now, then we judge the person and the relationship. And that is where there's the distortion that is where there is something happening that is not accurate and it's important to be aware of this because um, you may make some decisions that you may regret because you're chasing after mirage you're chasing after um, fantasy you're chasing after things that were um, but they're not honest today does that make sense think about the first uh, time that you had like you know your french kiss your tongue kiss think about the time like i remember when i was like 12 i was in the ocean swimming with a 16 year old and she was like a woman because well she was really developed but she was also like I said, when you're 12 and you're you know um hanging out with a 16 year old she's like a woman right and i remember my arm uh, um brushed up against her boob or the side her side boob and and uh being in the ocean and I swear I remember that feeling and what that felt like uh, like it happened yesterday and I was 12 years old I'm 45 today um, and the point of me saying that is that that feeling was so um, rich and powerful and potent and distinctive that I still know what that feeling feels like and so you know if I was to try to chase that feeling I'm sure I could I could um, find elements of it but I don't know if I'll ever have that feeling again, right? Um, because it was so fresh when I was 12. So that's one part um, or one way that we 
love with our past is we compare old feelings and experiences with um, the experiences we are currently having or that we, we will have. Now I want to talk about this theory because I also want you to know that um, just because something feels amazing or felt amazing that that may not be healthy. And so I have this theory called predator and prey. So let me explain. I've worked uh, a lot with couples and relationships and breakups and expired relationships and I've kind of over the years, you know, for over a decade, right? Um, literally thousands of people and, and I've heard a lot of stories and I've kind of um, pulled out some common themes and thre you know uh, threads. Uh, I've also worked in addiction. Um, I also have my own story. So it's a combination of all of that and that's how I kind of came up with this theory. Um, it's called predator and prey and, and when I mean by predator I don't mean like dateline. <laughs> I mean more of uh, an addict. Okay so my dad's an alcoholic, so I, I definitely have the addictive gene. If you take a guy who, um, by the way, this could be guy or girl, but I'm just going to say it in, in, in this way first. If you take a guy who has addiction in his blood, um, and he may not be an addict, but maybe his grandfather or, or great-grandfather, you know, it's just in his family tree, and he grows up, and, you know, the thing about um, addicts, uh, they're charming, they're impulsive, they are... Um, unpredictable. Um, there are all these things that make them kind of exciting, right? And this is where I think the term bad boy comes from, is it comes from um, the guy who excites you. And, and, and the guy who excites you doesn't necessarily have the tools to create a safe space for you, right? Um, and then you take a girl uh, who, in growing up, something was taken from her. Maybe her voice uh, maybe she grew up with an Iron Fist dad. Maybe mom was never home or she uh, drowned herself in television. Um, or maybe maybe she had to grow up really fast and had to take care of her kids, but something was taken away. Maybe her virginity, right? Maybe there was some kind of sexual assault. Something was taken from her. And then she grows up and uh, she falls into um, these unhealthy, <laughs> rocky relationships. Um, if you take these two people, right, this boy and this girl, as adults, and you put them in a room, so she is prey and he's a predator, they end up together. And it's not about what they look like or types. It's like this weird subconscious sticky draw. The classic example is, um, they're not together anymore, is uh, Tommy Lee and... Uh, Pamela Anderson. Remember them when they were together? Like he's the <laughs> quote unquote. Um, I mean, they were just like the sticky of that, right? Like he obviously um, rocker. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had addiction in his blood. Um, she, I don't know her story, um, but I remember the, um, especially in the media, the the sticky of that and getting back together and then and then fighting and the you know, throwing chairs and all these crazy stories and. It's the classic addict Al-Anon, right, dynamic. Um, I don't, Billy Bob Thornton and Angela Jolie, I think maybe they, they fall into that category. Um, I definitely fall into the category of um, a predator, meaning um, quote-unquote a bad boy, uh, someone who was emotionally a child. Uh, I have addiction in my blood. Um, I never became an addict, but um, 
I was actually very afraid because my dad's an alcoholic and I, I know I could get addicted to things very quickly. I have a weakness for food. Um, there are things that I, you know, um, I'm very extreme. And so I definitely um, fall into that category. I'm a recovering um, quote-unquote predator or a bad boy. And I know this because the women in my life that I have been attracted to and who, the women who have been, who've been drawn to me have all been under the category of prey. Like they have um, had something taken from them. You know, they've had trauma. They've had uh, this crazy childhood. And um, there was something in our dynamic that attracts us and that chemistry is extremely powerful. Um, and of course, none of those relationships ever lasted, but they were extremely powerful. Uh, that kind of like notebook feeling, right? That kind of movie magic. And it's really difficult for me not to compare um, the relationships I'm in today with those because those um, I, I hold up on a top shelf because of the feeling. Because I remember how powerful the feeling was, right? And I can easily mistake that feeling as um, the one or what love should look like. And this is the important piece. This is what I'm talking about. And if you're listening to this, you may fall into um, the predator category or the prey category. Um, and you don't have to be a guy to be a predator or a woman to be prey. There could be women predators and guy preys, etc. It's not a gender thing. But if you have a pattern of falling into this dynamic, if you have a pattern of falling into toxic relationships, or if you have a pattern of being drawn to... Um, men or women who are uh, charismatic and impulsive and exciting and, and that's what excites you um, but then it never lasts because they're also unpredictable and can't create a safe space right then chances are in your relationship today or the relationship you're going to be in it's going to be a struggle for you because you're going to be comparing the old right you're going to still have the residue and it's usually um, more feeling than logic uh, because feeling is what moves us. It's not so much logic. Feeling is always going to overpower logic, what we feel. And if you don't have that feeling, which wasn't healthy in your current relationship, then you're going to judge your current relationship. And you may see your relationship as um, not exciting or as boring or as maybe the person you're with is not the one. Um and you know what? There's a chance he or she may not be, okay? But there's also a chance that you are bringing in the old and you're loving with your past. And that's, a, that's what I mean by loving with your past. Um, allowing previous experiences to impact, to affect, to stain your current love experience. So what do we do? What do we do when we realize that uh, we are doing this? You know, um, I think the first thing we need to do is be aware. And it's actually difficult to be aware because when we're in it, we're in it. And we are you know, judging things by how we feel. And if something doesn't feel powerful and amazing, then we may label it very fast, right? Um, so the awareness is difficult, but you really have to sit with it. You really have to... Um, not react but explore those feelings and start asking a lot of why questions and where they're coming from right kind of sorting out these feelings and then you have to take ownership you know you have to put action and behavior behind those um 
behind your revelations. And so that's going to look different for everyone. I don't know what your situation is, but if you want to bring the most to the table in this relationship, and that's kind of what this whole course is about, be look back at your relationships, see the common patterns, right? So notice um, the kind of person you're attracted to or drawn to or were drawn to. Um, this isn't so much a types or a physical thing. I'm talking about how they treated you. I'm talking about what you were drawn to. Um, is your pattern in relationships to lose yourself? You know, is there codependency? I mean, there was in my early relationships constantly. That was the natural draw subconsciously. Um, that's enmeshment is where I found or I thought love existed, right? And, and that wasn't healthy. Um, there's something very powerful about the feeling of losing yourself in someone. And we can easily mistake that as the lightning in the bottle, the one, you know, true love, etc. Um, and when we're in our 20s or teens, we don't know any better because we haven't lived enough, we haven't been hurt enough, <laughs> we haven't thrown enough chairs or been, you know, on, on a curb with a suitcase crying at 3 a.m. Um, we haven't had those experiences, so we don't know. So all we know is how something feels. And if something feels powerful, then we think it's true. So taking ownership means being aware of these patterns and then breaking them and one way to break them is to come to this new relationship or if it's something that you that if you know it's been a few years or whatever it's been um you can you can always come to it new every day right you can come to anything new with a new mindset a new angle through a new lens and come to it new by clearing the slate being super present and being aware um, of when you're comparing or bringing old, uh, bringing in old relationships from the past and allowing them to affect uh, your current relationship. Also, when you start comparing people, when you start comparing who you're with today with who you were, you're not going to be able to see the beauty in the person you're with, right? Like if you if you constantly compare. And by the way, you are playing a highlight reel. You're not playing the documentary. When we compare, they say 50% of what we remember is not true. 50%. So that means that time and our perspective has distorted that, right? And so when you compare um, who you were with and you're playing this highlight reel and you, and you forget because we forget very quickly um, how we were treated or all the shit that happened that we kind of um, sweep under the rug and we remember all the amazing dopamine that was shot into our brain by those experiences. When you're comparing those elements to who you're with now or your current relationship, um, A, it's completely unfair, but what it does is it constantly reminds you directly or indirectly that you are not in something um, that you want and what's dangerous about that is it may lead to a decision where you make a poor poor decision like what you're in now may actually be amazing and healthy um, it, it may not be as exciting as it was when you were 21 right but here's the thing um, do you want excitement and chaos or do you want a deep loving sustainable relationship and if you if you keep comparing like that, um, you're not going to see the beauty. You're not going to see what the value in what you have built and, and what you have, right? You're not going to see um, the beauty in the in your partner, um, and all the 
uniqueness that they offer because you're trying to trace a different image <laughs> a different person over them um, and so you're, you're gonna minimize who you're with and you're not gonna see um, their value so here's the work look back at your relationships um, and just think about it you know think about the common threads uh, think about the patterns think about the, the kind of people that you're attracted to and why how they treated you what was the draw right and I get that we all certain have certain types when it comes to physical beauty and all of that of course those are preferences I'm talking about something deeper and then be aware of what you're bringing into your recurrent relationship what's the residue right and this is the taking ownership piece now take ownership of it by making an intention and an effort to not judge to not compare um, to be super present and experience your relationship even if you've been in your relationship for you know five years ten years whatever today as you're listening to this um, can be a new experience if you decide to look at it that way um, and create room to rediscover or notice beauty in the person you're with and if you do this enough you'll start creating a new experience that will eclipse the old and this is the ultimate goal right is creating new experiences that start eclipsing old ones you know and the only way to do that is to stop comparing and to live in the present moment if you are fully present and you anchor your senses and you engage and you experience the person and the relationship um, in the here and now then you can start to create new imprints and amazing moments um, so you don't keep digging into your back pocket and pulling out all those old stories. 